You are now tuned in to Reckless Talk with Rhea. This is episode five. Um, before I begin, I thank you so much to everyone who has listened so far, to everyone for sending messages, everyone who has been in my DMs, who has been calling me, showing me support. Um, you guys are getting my views up, and I just want to take the time to show my gratitude and say thank you, thank you so much. This is episode Five. Um, this episode is very special, near and dear to my heart. Um, in honor of National Coming Out Day, um, I definitely wanted to do this episode to tell everyone my coming out story. I know I get a lot of DMs and a lot of texts about <clears throat> just how comfortable I am living in my truth and speaking my truth and just how comfortable I am being an openly lesbian woman. And a lot of people don't know my story because um, it took me so long to get to where I am, which is why I want to start off by thanking my guest today. He's a very special, very close friend. Um, We actually met at work. Before I give the story on me and her, I just want to say thank you, Naomi, for joining me. You're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. So I met Naomi when I first started teaching. We were teaching together. We started out as coworkers. And um, I would say, in my opinion, from my perspective, we definitely gained a very um, unique bond and friendship. And she's definitely someone I feel like with time, our relationship doesn't change. Um, you knew me when I was married, right? You knew me when I was married, when I was, <laughs> when I led a very straight life. So you know me, um, from both sides, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, you, right. So, um, my coming out story is very unique because I feel like, Honestly, I feel like I've been coming out my whole life. Um, I feel like different periods of my life, I came out, um, I went back in the closet, I came out, I went back in the closet. And then different periods of my life, I came out to different people for different reasons. So I feel like my story is very unique because there was no one time that I came out. It was so many different times. And... I feel like the most important thing is I had to come out to myself first. I feel like that's where it starts. So um, I know it sounds cliche, but I had to accept, you know, what I was feeling. And I think my attraction to girls started very young. I think I was about, I would say, I would say about 11 is when I experienced my first attraction to a girl. And I didn't understand it at that time because I was, I believe, what, that's like my last year of elementary school. And I was looking at girls in like a way that I knew that boys were supposed to look at girls, right? So I'm noticing that I'm, I have these feelings towards girls. Like, I'm looking at girls like they're pretty, but not like, 
pretty the way you would tell your friend, like, you know, you're pretty. It was more so like a attraction, and I didn't understand it. So um, at the time I was fighting my own feelings, my mother actually ended up coming out to me around this time. So <clears throat> what people don't know is when my mom first came out to me, I actually had a strong resentment to my mom. I hated my mom when she first came out to me and told me that she was gay. And I never understood why I hated her because I knew that I was dealing with those feelings, but I just felt like she was my mom. And I guess I was more so concerned with how other people would look at it. If that makes sense. Right. So for a long time, I hated my mom because she she came out in her sexuality. She was started living in her truth, and then I felt so weird because I was having these same feelings, and I felt like I couldn't talk to her because she would feel like I was kind of just like modeling her, and my feelings were not accurate. So I kept it from her for a long time, and I was just trying to get comfortable with her new lifestyle change. Like, my mom, her lifestyle changed completely, too. Like, she went from dating a guy. She got a girlfriend. Um, Her physical appearance changed. She started dressing more comfortable, wearing cornrows, and I was just, like, blown away. I couldn't believe it. But I was still having these feelings myself. And at some point, I did start questioning myself, like, you know, is this real? Is it, you know, you know, am I trying to be like my mom? Because what little girl doesn't want to be like their mother? So I thought that I was just, like, copying whatever she was doing. And then when I got to about middle school, and the attraction increased, and I started thinking to myself, like, I want a girlfriend. Like, it was just a weird feeling. Like, I like I liked girls, and I didn't know why. Not that I didn't like boys, because I was still, you know, I was still in that phase where I was attracted to boys, but I was attracted to girls as well. So um, what ended up happening is I... One day, I just spoke to my mom. Probably, I would say I was about 13 when I expressed my feelings to my mother. And initially, I would say that she was disappointed because she was worried about how it would be perceived by other people. As far as she thought that my family and family friends would think that she was the reason why I was gay or why I was having these feelings. You know, the same way I was feeling, she was feeling the same way. So that was the first time I came out and I told my mom, like, listen, I'm attracted to girls, and I don't know why I feel like this, but I do. So that was the first person. So my mom has known before everybody. She's known since I was, like, 13. Um, 
Then, you know, I got my first girlfriend. My mother was very supportive of that. I was in high school when I first started dating girls outwardly. Um, but I was still tr- struggling with my sexuality because I knew that I was attracted to boys, too, still at this time. So um, let's fast forward. Another big coming out for me is when I got, all right, so everyone knows that I am um, an ex-Army wife, and then I was with my husband for a long time. That's where you kind of come, in, come into place because you met me when I was married, right? Right. Okay. So you were around that, when I was married. Go ahead. I said you were very married. Very married, right? Yes. <laughs> and, very, and very feminine, right? Yes. As far as the way yes. I dress. Yes. Okay, so you can give um, your input on that. From when you met me to present day, what, okay. cha- what changes have you seen? I mean, I guess I would have to just, in order to talk about the changes, I think I just would have to say first, besides meeting you feminine, right, I would consider myself feminine, like, right, would you agree, like, I'm feminine? Um, yeah. But I remember feeling like you, and not in a bad way, right, you were, like, tell, you would tell me, like, with my outfits and my clothes, like, you need to feel. <laughs> I remember that. change and people tell me that I've changed 
I really like to dig into that because I don't feel like I've changed. Me as a person, I feel like I've always been the same or I've always spoken the same way. I've always believed in the same things or, you know, wanted the same things. So if my change is just physical, the way I dress, because I do dress a lot more relaxed now or I dress down, but at the same time, I'm a teacher. When it's graduation day or any shows or anything like that, I am not opposed to wearing a dress. You know, I am not that I am not that far removed from femininity that I cannot put on a dress or I cannot put on some heels because that is not true. I still do. But I do like to be a lot more comfortable. And um, so when I hear things like you've changed, it's like what has really changed besides who I'm laying with at night and the way that I dress? I don't really see a change. And maybe it's because it's me, but I don't really feel like I've changed as a person. I just feel like the way I lived my life may have changed. My lifestyle right. changed, but the person right. didn't change, right? So that's that's, that's the person didn't change. The person didn't change. It's just about meeting people where they're at with what, how big the change is to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you might be right. You might like, oh, it's just physical. But for some people, right, because we're only human, that we judge people with our eyes. It's just the way it is, right? That's a big change for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can yeah. go, but it still might be for some people. But I don't think as a person you change, right? It's just some conversations change a little bit. Like, it's not like we wouldn't have conversations before about, you know, liking this dude and that dude. And we can still talk about that in the right. little Right, it's just right our, because I'm not experiencing it. Like I can still talk to you about the same things. I was a married woman. Like, I, and this is, I still talk to my friends who are heterosexual or anything like that. We can still have conversations about guys. Maybe the dynamic of the conversation changes because I don't experience. Um, you know, I'm not experiencing the same thing. Like I don't live my life with a man, but. I still have those experiences. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't change. I still have the same experiences. So, um, yeah. I feel like I kind of still, they're still the same. Like, I can still talk to you about anything. I still don't really hold back. Um, no. I have to remember, too, like, and I'm not trying to give myself no props, right, but of all the people that you know, all your friends, everybody's in a different level as far as how evolved and open they are. So when you talk about me and you, I'm sure you have other friends like this too, right? That it's not, forget the change not being that much. The other part of it is that to me, it wasn't, I'm trying to say this the right way. To me, it wasn't, I'm the type of girl that can talk to anybody about anything, even if it's a dude or a girl. So, and that's, in my experience, sometimes we struggle with that, right? Like having a man and him being like, why you got to gotta have a guy as a friend? And I'm like, but that's a different perspective for me. Right. So it gives me a different perspective than my mega feminine friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. And, and, it, and you probably always did. It's just that I didn't see you like that because 
you were mad feminine, the way you looked. But I, but even in that time when I was married, I feel like I expressed to you that I was attracted to women. Like you were aware of that. Hundred percent, I was aware. Right, right. So it's not something that happened overnight. Even when I was married, I've expressed that I was always attracted to women. I've expressed that I've been in relationships with women before I was married. My husband was aware of this. It wasn't a secret to him either. He knew that. You know, he knew that I struggled with my sexuality. He knew that um, I had, my attraction to women went further than just having sex with a woman. Like, I could see myself with a woman, and he was very well aware of that. So, right? Yeah, good. So, my next thing is my biggest come out I would say the biggest come out in my life, obviously, was my daughter. Because now I'm looking at it like from my mother's point, it's like a, you know, it's like a a cycle. Now I have to explain this to my daughter, which was very, extremely hard. That was probably the hardest because, I mean, you know, Paige had only seen me with her dad from, you know, when she was born. It was only her dad. So I left I left that situation. She saw me leave that, you know, so she's dealing with that. And then once I left that marriage, I'm like, there's no way I'm not going to live in my truth. There's no way I left my marriage. And at this point in my life, I'm not going to be exactly who I know I am on the inside. That wasn't going to happen. And I remember talking to my mom, and I was like, tell me how to do this because you did this when I was 12. And I'm like, this is going to be the hardest conversation of my life. And I went to my mom and I asked her for some advice, like, how do I tell Paige? Because she was getting older. And I was just like, you know, at that time I was dating a a female, um, but to Paige, that was just my friend. So for a long time, like, you know, I had a female friend and she knew that. But I could never say, like, this is my girlfriend. I couldn't get those words out of my mouth. Um, But when me and the woman that I was dating prior, when we started getting a little more serious and she was coming around, she had a daughter as well. Um, When she started coming around with her daughter, and um, I'll never forget, you know, Paige was, you know, she thought it was fun. We're having a sleepover. You know, my female friend is coming over with her daughter, it just seemed fun. It seemed very, like, innocent. But once feelings started to get involved and I really wanted to take it serious with this woman and pursue it, I had to sit Paige down, which was very hard to do because it went from, you know, Paige, this is not mommy's best friend. This is mommy's girlfriend. And that was hard. That was really hard. But my mom told me, like, do you want Paige to – you happy or do you want her to you know do you want to leave, live this secret life from her and I was just like is that at a point where I was like you know what I just wanted to be happy I wanted every part of my life to be transparent to be happy I didn't want to live in any more closets I just wanted to be open I wanted to be transparent I wanted to be me so I remember sitting down with my daughter and talking to her and telling her like you know 
mommy, you know, I asked first, I asked her how she felt about it because, you know, obviously she's seen it her whole life. Her grandmother is a open lesbian woman. So I asked her, you know, how you feel about women that date women or men that date men. And, you know, she said, you know, everybody deserves to be happy. And, you know, I just, I think whoever you love, you love. Like she gave me all the right answers. But in my head, I'm thinking, (laughs) but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, but if it becomes personal and it becomes me, is it going to be the same thing? You know what I mean? That was just broad. Her saying, everybody deserves to be happy. And, you know, people should be who they love. But I was like, okay, if I change it to how would you feel if mommy, you know, likes girls, how does that make you feel? And she, her her response literally stayed the same. And I was just like, I was just so shocked because she was a lot younger than she is now, but she was just like, you deserve to be happy, you know? If if you want to be with a girl, that's fine. And I was just, like, so shocked. And I'll never forget, like, the first time my daughter saw me actually, like, kiss a girl because when I had my previous, my last relationship, I would not have any forms of intimacy in front of Paige, no affection, nothing. Like, it was literally, like, we were best friends. But me and the female were not happy with that because we wanted more. So I came out to Paige and I told her, you know, mommy and um, the female that I was with at the time, I was like, you know, we're not best friends, we're girlfriends, and we love each other. And she was 100%. Like, I don't know if it's because Paige was younger than I was when my mother came out to me because I was 12. And this was, like, five years ago. So Paige is 11 now. So what was she, like, uh, six? So I feel like maybe that helped a lot because she was so young. Um, But after that, once I I got those words out to my daughter, you know me, Naomi. There was nobody I wasn't telling. Like, I was... I felt yeah. like a weight had been lifted off my shoulder. That was it. Like, once I told Paige, I ran with it. I'm like, listen, I'm finally living in my truth. This is who I am. I'll wear any rainbow flag, rainbow bracelet, rainbow this, right? I don't care. Like, I was just so happy and so relieved. Like, I literally felt relieved. Like, oh, my God, I could breathe now. I could breathe. Right. And um, I feel like it's the best decision that I ever made, Um, although I did want a lot of the reason I stayed for so long in my marriage is because I wanted, you know, I wanted that for my daughter. I wanted her to have that family life and that, um, you know, it looked good on paper, obviously. You know, your mom is a teacher, your dad is in the military, your dad works for the fire department. It looked great, right? And I feel like it's ironic that the same reason I stayed for so long because I wanted her to be happy is the same reason I left. And I wanted her to see me happy. And I don't think my daughter has ever seen me happier than I am today. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she's never seen me happier. She's never had the best version of me now that she has that I'm living in my truth. So I feel like I did it for me. I did it for her. 
I just did it for anyone who um, is having a hard time just living in their truth. And that's why people ask me all the time, like, how are you okay to be so transparent or be so blunt or say the reckless shit that you say? But it's because I feel like I was silent for so long. You know what I mean? Like, I was silent for so long. I tried to live a life that I wasn't particularly happy with. And now I can just be myself and just live in my truth. And I came out the closet, and it's been a fucking journey since. But that's my story. That's my story. But to sum that up, as my no, but to sum that up, as my friend, I just want to say thank you so much for accepting me and. Um, going through this transition with me all these years because when I call you, I don't feel no different. I don't, we don't talk any different. Um, you know, you've never judged who I lay with at night or who I decide to be with. And I really want to tell you that I appreciate that because there's not a lot of people who still have um, supportive people that are willing to go through a transition with them and, nothing changes. And with you, you're like one of those one people who I feel like nothing has changed. So I really want to say thank you. You're welcome, girl. <laughs> you ain't know you ain't know I was about to get all deep on your ass, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, women in the depth of the ocean, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't know I was about to get all mushy with you and shit. <laughs> I know you are. And like, in honor of National Coming Out Day too, but and and this is something I've spoken about a lot, and you are a prime example of that, right? And it relates to a lot of things. The way you were like when you finally came out, and you're like rainbows this and rainbows that and gay, gay, gay. I think that you know, a lot of people, even if they're comfortable with people being who they are, whether it's being black, whether it's being uh, a feminist, whether it's being gay and, like, having pride in any of the, the things that that generally we need to strive for because it's, like, for so long, right, gay people weren't allowed to be. They, they weren't able to be. Like, it was not it, – it made people so uncomfortable and it still does. Yes. over this. So yes. when you find let somebody and let a group of people live in their truth. And that goes the same way for black power, right? And, like, all that shit in people's faces. Like, being black is in people's faces now. The culture, the hair, the bodies, everything is in. Do we have a long way to go? We sure do. But Absolutely. When you suppress people for so long, you have society has to expect that when they finally are able to live in their truth, they're going to be like, I'm coming the fuck out. Whatever it is that you choose to come out, Knocking down the fucking door. Knocking down. Knocking down. Yes. Yes. And she's from the top of the mountain because you wasn't even able to whisper it before. So now you're like, I'm going to scream this shit so loud. I'm going to lose my voice over it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, girl. When I walk in that classroom, I'm wearing my rainbow bracelet and I'm still very professional. Nothing has changed. When I go to work, it's professionalism but I don't hide my lifestyle anymore and it got to the point where 
the uh like uh my one of my coworkers ended up asking me one day like you know about my love life and I'm like no you know I'm in a relationship with a woman and she tried to do this thing where she went around the school like she was spreading a rumor but I'm looking like I'm so comfortable with who I am and where I am in life that I will tell anybody why is it okay at work if I tell you I'm married or I have a husband that's okay but if you ask me what I did this weekend and I say, oh, I spent time with my wife, I'm looked at like the talk of the goddamn school. And I'm like, what is that? But like you said, as far as we've come, we still have so far to go. And that's why I have this big personality and that's why I don't care. And I'm so open and I'm so out and I'm so comfortable with my sexuality because it's me so long to get here. It's been so long to get here. So I'm just happy with where I'm at and I'm living in my truth and I'm happy. Thank you so much for this interview. I love you so much. And um, that's my coming out story. (laughs) Thank you.